0: Because of an unusual disorder that has aged him four times faster than a typical human being, a boy looks like a 40-year-old man as he starts 5th grade at public school after being homeschooled.
1: This is Ryan. And
0: this is Ashley.
1: And this is Ruining, Ruining Our childhood. childhood, a nostalgic weekly podcast where I married a married couple rewatches and reviews our favorite 90s and 2000s movies to decide if they hold up to our adult standards.
0: That is this podcast. And hi. Hi, hi guys. How's it going?
1: Welcome back.
0: I will pause for your
1: answer. Thank and you for being here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting another week of polls Mm -hmm. we're so close to finishing this loser bracket that we started last summer
1: as i say in may yeah yeah it
0: wasn't supposed to go on this long but you know things happen episodes don't come out Mm -hmm. we decide on a whim that we're gonna do a bunch of halloween movies in october yeah and yeah
1: we could have Pushed it back even worse if we would have brought back the rom com tastic February like we did yeah, last year.
0: Yeah, we didn't do that. Mm-mm. It's Valentine's Day today. Yeah. On the day we are recording. Mm-hmm. So happy Valentine's Day, or belated, I should say.
1: And then also happy belated birthday to your brother. Happy early birthday to my brother.
0: Yeah, sure. We
1: have a big February.
0: We do. A lot of people born.
1: Our sound gal.
0: Sound gal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quinn. Yeah. It's her birthday soon.
1: She's getting old. She is. Yeah. She's going to get her AARP card soon.
0: <laughs> I think she would have already gotten it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty old. Shall we continue on with the podcast? Yes. Or did you want to talk about Quinn some more?
1: No, no.
0: Should we start a new podcast about Quinn and Rupert?
1: The Quinnpertcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It would have four listeners.
0: Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. Quinn and Rupert have a fan base. Do they? <laughs> they might. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Anyway, guys, hi. This week, we're doing the 1996 classic, Jack, mm-hmm. starring Robin Williams, the recent poll winner. I apologize for all the people that are rooting for 2012. Yeah particularly one person i know
1: yes. i was gonna say we have one person who really wanted 2012
0: but it it will come it's he's it's in the final two i
1: was gonna say it could be as soon as next week
0: yeah i hope that it beats out in the army now god it has john cusack it's just automatically yeah. better just by that yeah. in my eyes at
1: least well I think in a lot of people's eyes, John Cusack is a better actor than Pauly Shore. I would hope so. God, I would hope so as well.
0: So anyway, 1996. Let's go down memory road and hit us with some 1996 facts.
1: This movie was released on August 9th, 1996. It had a budget of $45 million and it made $58.6 million. Uh, Some popular TV shows from 1996 were E.R., Seinfeld, and Suddenly Susan was actually more popular than Friends. Oh, okay. That's kind of surprising. The number one song the week the movie came out was Los Del Rio, The Macarena. A couple other popular songs were Tupac featuring Casey and JoJo, How Do You Want It, and Tony Braxton, You're Making Me High. And some popular movies were Independence Day, Twister, and Mission Impossible nice all movies we should eventually do for the podcast
0: yeah yep. we're, we're curating a list for season three mm-hmm. and by curating i mean we've talked about it a little bit and haven't written anything down so when we go to write these down we'll be like what
1: did we want to do what movies did we say we should do
0: <laughs> we are going to do another set of polls and themes and we've discussed some of that so mm-hmm. look out for that yeah So, what do you remember from this film in 1996 in general?
1: I do remember we had just moved to Arizona, and my mom took me and my brothers to go see this right when the movie theater at the mall opened. It was the first time I had ever been to a movie theater that had stadium-style seating. Nice. So, it was kind of neat. Also, I remember at this time being a pretty big fan of Robin Williams, so I was super excited to see it.
0: That's cool. Yeah. What about you? I... Don't think I saw this until a couple years later when it was like on TV. Mm -hmm. I remember really enjoying this movie to the point where whenever it was on, I did watch it. Uh, Just the concept that he's a kid in a man's body is really funny, Mm -hmm. especially to a 10 year old. And I liked Jennifer Lopez too. So that helped. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Jennifer Lopez is in the movie.
1: Yeah. I will say, like, also, when I saw this movie, just thinking it was refreshing to watch this guy who's in his middle 40s, probably, just jumping into this role and enjoying being, getting to act like a kid. Yeah. You know?
0: And it's not weird because he technically is a child.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I just always think, like, some actors are too cool to do fun roles like that, whereas Robin Williams was never too cool to do stuff like that.
0: The thing I remember from this film is how Robin Williams is really sincere, mm-hmm. especially when he's bummed out that he has a hard time relating to the kids when he first gets into the public school system, or even when in the beginning of the movie he's lonely and he wants to be with other children. I remember one of the reasons I liked this movie was because the way Robin Williams played it. So mm-hmm. if we want to venture into our predictions of whether this movie will hold up, what do you think?
1: I'm going to say, it. Will, you just brought up a really good point about him being an endearing and sweet kid on top of just being really funny and enjoyable. I know I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I have a lot of good memories about the movie. And yeah, I think it's just going to be fun.
0: I will say this is probably the one film that we have done for the podcast that I I know I've seen in the last maybe two or three years. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to agree with you. It's a little bit of a cheat in a way, but Mm I am going to agree with you that it's going to hold up because I think most because Robin Williams, and it has a good supporting cast as far as like who plays his mother. Yeah. So I think that will definitely aid towards it holding up as well. For sure.
1: I can remember who played his mom. I don't remember who played his dad.
0: I remember his dad being kind of a dick. Okay. So I I can picture him. He's not like a... Like, super popular actor where I'm like, it's, you know, I can't even think of an actor (laughs) that was popular. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, it's not Dustin Hoffman. Where can you stream this? You can stream this on Disney Mm Plus. And you can buy it and rent it also on various platforms. But it is part of the Disney Plus package. (laughs) It's not a Disney movie, but I'm sure it was one of the ones acquired when they bought up, you know, every single company in the world. Yeah. So.
1: I saw it was... Distributed by Buena Vista. Okay. So I would assume that's oh, Disney. Oh, you're right. But it wasn't... It wasn't like Disney, Disney. Disney pictures, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I guess they did have Disney pictures. I was just thinking, I'm like, did they list it as Disney? Like live action movies?
1: I think there was some okay. that were li- like Santa Claus yeah. and stuff like that that's where true. they were live action. But it was very few. They were usually like Touchstone and yeah. other ones.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Sort of. Anyway, so we'll go ahead and hit that pausey pause, come back and talk about Jack, but show.
1: And we're back. We just finished watching Jack and we're going to go ahead and kick things off with our first category. Well, hello there. Well, hello there. Where we talk about any cameos of famous or recognizable actors or actresses that we may have forgot were in the movie. Whom did you notice?
0: Well, we did mention Robin Williams plays Jack, who is the main character of this film, Mm -hmm. to which it's named. Yes. You know Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire, which is an episode we did recently. Check Mm -hmm. it out if you haven't. And Hook, Jumanji, so many 90s childhood favorites, Voice of Aladdin, Mm -hmm. and obviously- Voice of Genie. Voice in Aladdin is what I meant to say, Mm -hmm. not Voice of Aladdin. (laughs) And, you know, he passed away a couple years ago, and the world's a little less funny.
1: Yeah. Very good way to put it. Yeah. My First One plays Jack's mother, Karen. Uh, her name is Diane Lane. <laughs> You've probably heard of her. She was in The Outsiders, Under the Tuscan Sun. More recently, she was in Man of Steel and House of Cards.
0: Yeah, she played Martha Kent. Mm-hmm. Must love dogs. Yeah. It's an Ashley favorite.
1: That is with the with the Cusack, yeah. Yeah,
0: second John Cusack reference in this episode.
1: Yeah, for and he's not even in this movie.
0: <laughs> uh, my next one is Brian Kerwin or Kirwin? Kerwin Kerwin Kerwin, mm-hmm. probably. I don't know. As Brian Powell, who is Jack's father, mm-hmm. almost <laughs> said mother. He was on One Life to Live. Hindsight that show on VH1 that we liked that got canceled for no reason. Mm-hmm. Still a little still a little upset about that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And the Nick? Yeah. And I would like to say I know in the beginning of the episode I said that I thought his character was a jerk and I retract that statement.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I don't know why what I was remembering.
1: I don't know what you're remembering either.
0: Good dad. Good dad.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: uh <laughs> next one.
1: Um my next one is the Actor Alan Rich, he plays one of the doctors mm-hmm. who delivers Jack. Um, he was on House back in the day and Curb Your Enthusiasm and a whole ton of stuff prior to okay. that.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought he looked familiar. Mm-hmm. The other doctor who is the specialist that they bring in when they realize Jack has this aging disease is Keone Young. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his first name.
1: That's how I would say it.
0: As Dr. Lind Lynn, mm-hmm. wow, Ashley, Dr. Lynn, And he's been in a ton of stuff, but the things I remember him from were True Blood mm-hmm. and Men in Black 3, yes. and he does a whole mess of voice acting.
1: I saw he voiced one of my faves, Storm Shadow, from the G.I. Joe series nice. that was on when I was a kid. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. And it looked like he was a regular on Deadwood.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. He just I was he had too many things. Yeah. I was just like he I know him from somewhere. He's very familiar. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um
1: my next one is Bill Cosby. Yeah. And he plays Mr. Woodruff.
0: Who's Jack's tutor? Mm-hmm. My next one is Jennifer Lopez as Miss Marquez. Mm-hmm. She is Jack's teacher when he finally does get to go to school. And of course Jennifer Lopez has been in Selena and wedding planner another episode we did Mm -hmm. check it out from last year and she has a couple projects in the works so you know she's Jennifer Lopez she's Mm. very very famous yeah
1: my next one is Adam Zolotin Mm -hmm. he plays Lewis or Louis, Louis. uh who is Jack's uh, essentially his best friend once he starts going to school he also played Eddie Haskell in the Leave it to Beaver movie Mm -hmm. and more recently uh few years ago he did an episode of mr robot
0: yeah Yeah. i saw that and he was an episode of svu yeah that i vaguely remember um my next one is ted bosley
1: Mm -hmm. as
0: edward or i don't know if they say eddie
1: i think they call him eddie okay makes
0: more sense that 10 year olds would say eddie instead of edward yeah um you know uh todd bosley from little giants yes that's probably the most famous part other than this movie he Mm -hmm. was in uh he still acts but nothing that i that jumped out at me that we've seen so
1: yeah and i did see he's a cousin of tom bosley from happy days mr cunningham
0: i did not know that yeah
1: i read that and i was like interesting my next one is the character of john john played by seth smith And he was in Angels in the Outfield. That's
0: where he was from.
1: Home Alone 3 and did an episode of Nash Bridges.
0: You know who I thought he was at first? Was the kid that was the best friend in Major League. Not Major League. In... Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year. Why do I always say Major League? And he was
1: in Heavyweights? Yes. Yes. Because he he looks like he could be like that guy's younger brother or something. For
0: all we know, he could be. Yeah. Um, My next one is uh, Journey Smollett. Mm -hmm. She plays Phoebe, who is one of the two girls that are a little younger than Jack, and they kind of tease him a little bit. Obviously, Journey Smollett is from Lovecraft Country, more Mm -hmm. recently, Birds of Prey, and everybody's 90s favorite, Full House. Yes. She played Michelle's best friend, or one of her best friends, Mm -hmm. because she also had that one kid. uh, What was his name? Teddy. Teddy. There was Teddy. I, w- I-, I was getting to Teddy, but uh, oh. what was the kid that was, like, in Pet Cemetery? He was the one that had an attitude.
1: Oh. Like... I want to say...
0: Alex or something like that?
1: Yeah. I know who you're talking about, yeah. but yeah.
0: But it was like, they always had that little group. It was... Mm-hmm. uh. Why can't I think of anybody? Taj. Taj
1: Maury. Taj Maori
0: Taj Maori. Yes. I can't talk. Yes. It's Tia Tamara's little brother. <laughs> Let's... He's from Smart Guy. Yeah.
1: Let's call him who he is. T and Tamir's little brother. <laughs> I'm sure he <laughs>
0: loves when people say that.
1: Yes. Because also he was famous before them. No. He was on Full House before Sister Sister.
0: Okay. I think it was around the same time. Okay. They're, they're all acting. Yes. But he didn't get a lead role until later. No, so that's no. That's why I'm counting them as being re- They're
1: definitely more famous than he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like it we just had like a three minute discussion about again not even in the movie. <laughs> uh, um, we got
0: on we got on it because we were talking about Journey Smollett yeah. and then we were talking about Full House and
1: okay. Uh, my next one, I'm just gonna say the person's name because I thought her character was delightful. Her name was Danny Faith. Yes. She played Jane, who is Phoebe's best friend. You best described her as she was eight, but talked like a fifty-year-old Jewish woman, and this was her only acting credit. And but I she realized, was funny as hell.
0: Yes, she was hilarious, and I realized that I loved their characters together because they like bickered like they were like an old married couple yeah. all the time. They were delightful. They were. My next one is Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. She plays Dolores. Louie's mom, mm-hmm. and obviously the nanny. She was uh, more recently in a TV show, I think it might have got canceled, with uh, Steven Weber and Adam Polly and... Abby Elliott. Abby Elliott, called Indebted.
1: I'm thinking if that show came out this year, it would be a hit. Maybe, yeah. Because Dan Levy created it.
0: It's not the same Dan Levy.
1: It's not the same Mm-mm. Dan Levy? Oh. I looked it up. It's some other guy whose oh. name is Dan Levy. I was thinking they <laughs> would... No. NBC would have really got behind it this year. Okay, makes sense. (laughs) That guy's probably like,
0: damn it, every time I take a meeting now, (laughs) they're going to think it's Dan Levy, and it's not. (laughs) They walk
1: in, they're like, David? (laughs) (laughs) You're not David. You're not David. Uh, Get out of here. Did did you have anybody else? I had one more. Uh, Michael McKean, who plays Polly. You know Michael McKean from Spinal Tap, Laverne and Shirley, and... One of our bonus odes, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, he
0: has a cameo in there. Yeah. And he's pretty much in every funny movie, like, has a cameo. He's just a great character actor, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, he was on SNL for a real brief time, too. Yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he actually might have been on in the 90s for a hot oh, like minute.
0: For some reason, when you said it, I was just thinking of, like, the season that uh, uh, Julie louis Dryvis was in or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because that's... Like, she's probably the only person I remember. There's got to be somebody else. There was a season that it was just all shitty people. She
1: was on with Eddie Murphy. Okay. And it's the season after they basically get rid of everyone. Mm -hmm. And they brought in Billy Crystal. And he was there for a year. Even though Billy Crystal was already very famous at the time. Yeah. And then they kind of clean house and start fresh. Right. And it was, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: That's all I had. That is all I had as well. Shall we take a break real quick and come back?
1: Absolutely. Okay, and we're back.
0: The next category is called, kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens, where we talk about fashion, dated references, and offensive jokes.
1: Mm
0: What did you think about the fashion?
1: The fashion took me back for yeah. the most part, mm-hmm. um, but there was some cool pieces that I did want to talk about. For one, Jack has sneakers that light up when he steps, yes. which I totally had and thought they were awesome as hell. Correct. But mine were knockoffs. I'm pretty sure his were like Reebok.
0: At one point, I don't know if they were the light up ones. He might wear two different sneakers throughout the movie, but the in the first scene where he's on the playground and he's kind of just hanging out by himself, because mm-hmm. everybody thinks he's weird. Yeah, He's wearing L.A. Tech sneakers. I don't know if they were the light-up ones, but I remember um, that brand.
1: I remember L.A. Gear.
0: Yeah, maybe it was a knockoff of L.A. Oh, Gear. could be. I'm going to Google it real quick. I was going to, and then...
1: I know they still make, I would imagine, shoes that light up for kids.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: I think I had one pair. Same, because they stopped lighting up after, like, two weeks. <laughs>
0: You know? Yeah. No, LA Tech was a brand. Oh. And I don't know if I don't know if they're related to LA gear.
1: There's allowed to be, I guess, more than one shoe company from LA.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I did notice that every female character wore body length floral dresses Mm -hmm. that were very popular. Like one of the little girls had like layers on, like a t shirt underneath. It was like a spaghetti strap. Yeah. Floral shirt, a skirt or dress, whatever, you know, it was fabric.
1: Yeah. But uh, you bring up a good point. <laughs> I though. just
0: messed that whole thing up and you're just like, yeah, you said all those things, right?
1: Well, I was going to say you bring up a good point that even Jennifer Lopez wears one, Diane Lane wears it, like yeah. every female character in that. And I was thinking of the amount of girls that I went to school with that did oh, exactly yeah. what you said, wear a t-shirt underneath it. Yeah
0: i wonder if we started that trend because of strict school wardrobe rules you know girls couldn't wear spaghetti straps Mm -mm. obviously if you're like 12 why can't you there's nothing going on there
1: can't show off those shoulders (laughs) apparently not with
0: rabid males sorry Mm -hmm. we're getting off topic again (laughs) my feminist views are clawing their way through as always
1: like i said they're clawing their way through (laughs) Um, the next thing that I had was just Louis's hair, yeah. It's slicked back, but it appears to have three or four hairs that go forward, and it's on purpose. I'm thinking because it's every scene he has these hairs, and those sideburns, yeah, would make Luke Perry jealous.
0: I totally had a crush on Louis you when did? I watched this movie for the first time. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh slick back hair man yeah. he was killing it he was he he had gave me this sense of kind of like benny the jet rodriguez you know
1: yeah but a younger ben. yeah 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 you did love yourself some benny the jet rodriguez yeah you're looking at your sandlot <laughs> benny the jet rodriguez <laughs> pop figure on the wall i am yep
0: mm-hmm. one yeah. of my first crushes ever mm-hmm. for sure i think that's all i had as far as fashion how about you
1: The only other thing I wanted to mention was Louis at one point was wearing this weird polo shirt, fleeced hoodie vest combo.
0: Yeah, sure. Too much (laughs) going on.
1: Too much. Pick a thing. Yeah, pick a thing. But like I said, it was all clothes that I wore as a kid. (laughs) It was all clothes.
0: (laughs) You're pausing us like, great. Hot take, Ryan.
1: (laughs) Hot take. It's all clothes.
0: (laughs) Uh, We're doing a bang up job. Yep. Um, how about dated references?
1: Jack, at one point, asked to go sleep with his parents, because I think he might have had a nightmare or something. Yeah. But he had a little stimpy stuffed animal. hmm Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like when he's like, Stimpy, too? Because they're like, yeah, you can sleep with us. And I thought he said Stevie. and I was like, why did he name his Stimpy Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> Is he a cousin? I didn't watch that show as much as other kids, so I'm like, maybe he had another... A relative named Stevie? (laughs) He might have. He said Stimpy. Yeah. Because I even said to you, I was like, he said Stimpy. (laughs) I did like one of Jack's friends when they were playing basketball said, hello, McFly, because he, well, to be fair, they told him just to stand there and Mm -hmm. guard the basket because he's the tallest, obviously. Yes. And he does that and apparently wasn't good enough because he wasn't moving at all.
1: (laughs) I was thinking... When I was learning how to play basketball, they would tell you to just stand there with your arms up to play defense. That was defense. Yeah. Yeah. So it it just took me back, if anything. (laughs) Um, Keeping with the basketball theme, once Jack becomes more comfortable, he's obviously a foot and a half taller than everyone. And he's pretty good. Miss Marquez walks over and tells him that they might have to change his name to Shaq. Yeah. If he keeps playing like that. She's
0: like, from Jack to Shaq. Yeah. Well, she didn't say it as... Sassy as I did, but she should have <laughs> yeah I, I did like so later in the movie it's kind of like the the rise of the conflict he you know goes through a lot of issues with really understanding that his life is very short mm-hmm. compared to everybody else's and he goes to the bar where Louis's mom invites him because she's still under the impression that he's an adult male yes and a principal at their school yes he gets into a fight gets arrested and when the officer that lets him out of the jail is giving him his items back he's like where's my pog it's a slammer
1: yeah and the guy had it in his pocket yeah, he's he tried trying to, to steal his it.
0: slammer and then I think I guess that just embodies the 90s pog craze so mm-hmm. the fact that a, a, a police officer would steal a kid's he doesn't know he's a kid he thinks he's an adult yeah but his slammer <laughs> yeah uh Good times.
1: That was a good one. Yeah. My last one is Miss Marquez gives the class an assignment where they have to write up write an essay. Yeah. About what they want to be like when they grow older. And George says he wants to grow up to be a rapper like Heavy D. He did. And he wants to be called Heavy E. Sure, sure. Which I just thought was Heavy <laughs> D was an interesting choice for the rapper he wanted to be like.
0: Maybe they whoever wrote this movie was like it's funny because Eddie is a very scrawny, tiny child. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he wants to become a, a big man who's a rapper. Yeah. You know, like, that's the opposite of what he is. Yeah. I don't know. So they're like, what rapper embodies a bigger size person? Somebody named Heavy D, Heavy presumably.
1: <laughs> and I realized I said George, but you said it correctly. Eddie. It's Because yeah. obviously he wants to be Heavy E and not yeah. Heavy G. <laughs> come on, Ryan. Get with the program.
0: <laughs> it's okay. There, There's so many children that are kind of like one-liners too, even in his little group, other yeah. than Louie, mm-hmm. that it's just... It's hard to keep track of them.
1: It really is. Yeah.
0: How about offensive jokes?
1: I only had one, and I was kind of blown away by the joke. It's at the beginning where Jack's in his house, and he hasn't really gone outside, and Louie and Eddie are in front of the house, and they're talking about them. They've yeah. created their own story. And one of the kids says, maybe his mom took some fertility drugs, and that's why he is the way he is.
0: I think it was Eddie. Yeah. He said, like, maybe she was supposed to have uh, quadruplets, but it just ended up being a big baby.
1: Yeah. And I was like, well, that's freaking rude. There are 10. And who the hell at 10 knows what a fertility drug is?
0: Smart 10-year-olds.
1: Smart Eddie who wants to be heavy D.
0: I didn't really have any offensive jokes other than at the very beginning of the movie, Diane Lane and her husband. <laughs> I'm just going to say Diane Lane and her husband. <laughs> She's very famous. Okay. Yes. Um, They're at a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And there's these two women dressed as cats that are just sitting there making comments about her body. Like, is she gaining weight? Is she fat? Is she bloated? Does she have a hormone issue? And I think it's really only to signify that. When she went to the party, she was only a month pregnant, or two months pregnant, and then by the time they left the party to go to the hospital, she had a huge stomach, she was a full-blown pregnancy. Yeah. She was a full-blown...
1: She was a full-blown pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that down, too. Uh, It was one of my contenders for cringiest, because I thought it was so... just rude.
0: It really... Ugh.
1: And I like how you pointed out they were cats. Yeah, and so they, they were, were caddy. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah.
0: probably did that on purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you have any other jokes? No, that was the only one I had. Okay. Yeah. I put the whole situation of like Louie's mom hitting on Jack in here because it is a little iffy if you really overthink it that she is trying to seduce a child. But at the same time, she has no clue he's a child. And they only kiss, so it's not like a big situation where...
1: (laughs) Well, everything Uh, she's been presented, like you said, is he's a principal at the school Yeah, he looks 45. Why wouldn't she think he's 45? Correct,
0: yeah. Yeah. Do you want to move on?
1: Yes. Our next category, we're going to go ahead and watch some TV in our treehouse on our black and white TV and talk about some
0: technology. I was thinking how many extension cords did they need to get that powered up?
1: Yeah. Cuz Just... that treehouse it had like four levels.
0: Right. Mostly cardboard.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was not up to code. <laughs> no. Uh.
0: uh I did like the opening of the movie, the credits mm-hmm. after Jack has been born, there's a bunch of sciency tech around him because they're doing studies on him and tests to see what's going on with him Mm -hmm. so that's interesting yeah i really wonder what it would be like for a two-month-old to be out in the world in a full-blown body but his brain isn't developed yeah so
1: yeah he just ages but yeah the brain is still at the level it should be yeah because you brought up a good point at four, he would look like a 16-year-old, but he's still a four-year-old and would be limited vocabulary yeah. and just going through life. Yeah. Can you imagine having a potty train an eight-year-old? No. No, thank you.
0: Or, yeah, like, did he have to wear diapers Probably. until he was, like, presumably, like, 13 or 14? Yeah. He was still in diapers? Probably. Ugh, I feel bad for Diane Lane's character. <laughs> It's, it's like a-, a 12-year-old poops. Like they're basically adult poops, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, a, I haven't seen any but I it's assume a full-grown poop. I don't I just remember from when you're 12 like, mm. you know, they're not baby poops. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. That's
1: poop talk with Ryan and Ashley.
0: <laughs> We're in technology. So.
1: <laughs> uh, um back to the technology. Yeah. At one point uh, it's when Jack's played basketball at school, and he comes home, and he's super excited. So he calls his dad to tell him about how he scored all these points and everything. And his dad talks to him on this huge flip phone right, that right. has, like, a seven-inch antenna. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a classy phone. Mm-hmm. I did like that Jack uses the radio as his alarm yeah. for his first day of school. And that's something I'm sure people don't do. Maybe older people. Yeah. Still. That are kind of set in their ways.
1: I remember I had like a little alarm clock that I would set till probably like six or seven years ago. Yeah. You would always use your cell phone. Mm
0: -hmm. Like a normal person. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least I didn't have an alarm clock with the little knob that you winded. (laughs) I think my parents probably still have those.
0: Yeah. Did you want to talk about the soundtrack?
1: Yes. There was not a lot to choose from.
0: There wasn't really, no. There's a couple songs. There was one a couple in the bar mm-hmm. scene and then the very beginning of the movie.
1: The song Star by yeah. Brian Adams.
0: It can't be a nineties movie. Yeah. Without some sentimental shit from Brian Adams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say there was also this song that they would play specifically when Jack is eating the goop that yes. they make up. It's just this weird song that's just like dub dub dub. Dub dub dub. <laughs> I didn't That's all it. the song says.
0: Is it like the song from biodome
1: No, oh. no. It, but I thought of that when I'm like, "What
0: the hell was this song?" It was just, I don't know. I don't think I noticed it because I think I was just so enthralled in what they were putting into, yeah, their concoctions that they would make. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, that's. Pretty much all I had, because that's the only song I noted was the Brian Adams song. Yeah, same. I have a gripe against Brian Adams.
1: And you know what? You should.
0: There was a stupid Christmas song when I was in high school mm-hmm. that I think it was called, it wasn't called Christmas Time. I can't remember what it was called. I tried to black it out. We had to sing it for choir.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And every single person in my choir hated this song. But our teacher still made us sing it. I think she hated the song, too. But she's like, we need another Christmas song. We already started this one. It was so cheesy. And it was a Brian Adams song. So fuck that guy.
1: I was never a fan of his.
0: I liked the song from...
1: Robin Hood? Yeah. I can't even claim that. (laughs) The Summer of 69. That's the only other one that I can think of.
0: We have strong stances on Brian Adams.
1: Not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan. Do You want to move on? Yes.
0: The next category. I almost said episode.
1: (laughs) The next episode.
0: The next episode. We're on to the next episode. Okay. The next category is called Is It Even Good? Where we talk about the plot, plot holes, and we name our funniest and cringiest moments from this film. Mm Mm-hmm. So the plot, do you want to break it down for us?
1: I thought the logline actually describes it quite well. Yeah. So Jack is a boy who ages at four times the rate of a child. He's now going to go to school for the first time, public school, and have to go through all the issues we all went through of getting judged and all that fun stuff. I
0: like you're like, I know how Jack feels. (laughs) I had to go to school, and people are like, he wears glasses.
1: (laughs) They called me four eyes. I'm just kidding. I know.
0: But you can't compare your situation to this child's. So um, my first plot hole is the fact that when Jack goes to school for the first day, they don't get him a desk that is his size. Obviously, his parents have called, said, hey, this is our situation. Our kid has this very rare disease. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's 40. And they probably had to provide documentation because that could be a nightmare if yeah. he was just an adult pretending to be a child. But, yeah, they didn't give him a desk big enough for him. They no. jam his 40-year-old body into a tiny
1: little desk. Yeah. I even saw that too. I'm like, how did they not give him a desk for a grown man? Poor comedy. Ugh. His poor knees. Yeah. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Keeping with that theme, when... Jack goes to the clubhouse for the first time. Mm -hmm. Eddie looks at the group of them, which there is five of them in this treehouse, and goes, the maximum weight for this treehouse is 150 pounds.
0: That thing should have fell years
1: ago. Yeah. You all probably weigh about 100 pounds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it should have fell
1: decades ago. Yeah, jerk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, jerk.
1: Oh, but then also, when the treehouse does fall... Yeah not a scratch on these kids they just
0: fell like 50 feet i'm pretty sure mr woodruff and jack would be in the
1: hospital (laughs) somebody would have broke a bone
0: they have old bodies (laughs) there was just a line i think it's after his first day and he didn't have a good day because kids are horrible that's what they this movie should be called kids can be horrible and He's outside riding his bike and his dad's like, your mom made Sloppy Joes. And he's like, she doesn't even like Sloppy Joes. He's like, no parents do. We just make them for you. And I'm like, Sloppy Joes are delicious. (laughs)
1: That's a lie.
0: You don't speak for me,
1: sir. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. You do not speak for me. Uh,
0: Uh, What was your next one?
1: That was actually all I had.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, You bring up a good point. Who doesn't like Sloppy Joes? Right? Yeah.
0: I didn't wonder and i'm going to ask you this question you don't have to answer it if you don't want to okay but at what age did you start getting interested in ladies and lady magazines like Uh, the first dirty magazines first time
1: i stumbled upon a dirty magazine i was going it was fifth grade
0: so about this age yeah about this age okay yeah just because they're very obsessed with getting dirty magazines and yeah. i feel like they're almost a little too young mm-hmm. so i felt like it was a plot hole okay you know
1: fair enough fair but enough. you would know better than i yeah
0: having been a 10 year old boy
1: <laughs> having been a 10 year old boy yeah the fact that it's like this huge group of these kids that are obsessed mm-hmm. with it that i don't buy
0: yeah maybe a couple years down the road yeah
1: like a 14 year old i think that's believable yeah but 10 years no yeah
0: okay I did want to say another line that I was just like plot hole was at the end of the movie. Louis is reading his essay mm-hmm. and he's talking about how much he looks up to Jack mm-hmm. and it's his best friend and how he wants adults to act more like he does because he is he has childlike wonder still because he is a child. Mm-hmm. But he's like par- or adults just want to go to work and make money. And I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> We, we don't want to go to work. We have to. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I really wish they would have had Jennifer Lopez's character be like, ha! Huh. <laughs> I <laughs> really missed the mark on that. <laughs> Just saying. If I rewrote this movie, I'd make more jokes like that. Douche. What was your funniest liner moment?
1: I'm going to keep it with the theme of the kids being obsessed with dirty magazines. And that is Jack goes into a convenience store and he buys a penthouse. Yeah. But he has like a walkie-talkie. And right. he's like, 10-4, I have the penthouse. And then he turns and there was a nun behind him. <laughs> and he just looks back at the clerk and goes, do you have any pictures of the Pope? <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought it was funny. Yeah. What was your funniest moment?
0: His parents take him to school for the first time and he's meeting the principal, Mr. McGee. And, you know, he's shy. He's a child and it's his first day at a new school. Mm-hmm. Totally relate to that situation. And Mr. McGee is asking me a question and he's like, Yes. And he's like, Speak up, son. And he's like, Yes. And he's like, Speak up. So then he yells. And it's just hilarious. Because then he looked at his mom and he goes,
1: I think he's hard of hearing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I just I love any situation where it's literally like your your brain is playing tricks on you because you look at Robin Williams and you go that's Rob- Robin Williams and then he does something and you're like no that's a 10 year old boy okay. yeah. yeah you know mm-hmm. there was quite a few funny moments though yeah where I was cracking up for sure what was your cringiest line or moment
1: uh my cringiest line or moment I don't know the kid's name but when miss marquez gives them the assignment you're going to write an essay about what you want to be when you get older and the kid looks at her and goes miss marquez i want to be a gynecologist (laughs) and she was like and why would you want to be that and he's like you're the reason i'm like creep so that at 10 years old i had no idea what a gynecologist was that kid's a creep
0: yeah uh that was george george he was like In their little friend group, he's like the little Romeo, Mm -hmm. obviously. Apparently already knows what a guy in college does. Yeah. But I I think he's going to be kind of disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) Mine was just when they had Jack eat the concoction or Mr. Woodruff. They're both interchangeable as far as having to eat the, just the whole mess of stuff that they put together. Yeah. And
1: Jack's had worms in it. Yes. Yeah. Gross. Gross.
0: Yeah. Did you have any random thoughts you wanted to talk about?
1: Towards the end of the movie Jack had went away from school for a while but he goes back. Right. And when he gets back into class the first thing he does is like open his desk and he pinches his hand and that just took me back. The amount of times I would slam my fingers on the desk.
0: Yeah. Battle wounds man. Oh,
1: Freaking hated him. Yeah. But I think I told you in Ohio we had the flip tops but here in Arizona, Yeah, like, the cubby. had the cubby.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. we talked about that on yeah. a previous episode. We had a mixture. Mm. I feel like my school was so poor, they just got all their desks from like a, a dump yard or something. Mm-hmm. A dump yard? A dump <laughs> yard?
1: <laughs> <laughs> got them from a dump yard?
0: What is that is called? A... <laughs> like like a, a, a dump?
1: Like a dump? Yeah. They just were crap?
0: They were just shitty. There was... Honestly, it was probably just... You know all the old desks that they would give to the younger classes, mm-hmm. and like the older kids would get the new stuff when we'd get stuff replaced.
1: I remember in Ohio, what they would do is replace like one classroom a year mm. would get new desks. I a couple times lucked out, and we were like, "Yay, we got the new desks!" Yeah. Otherwise, you're getting these ones that like, man, my grandpa might have used a desk <laughs> like this. Right? It was a piece of crap.
0: Uh. School systems. Mm-hmm. I did love all the '90s kids jokes in this movie. I, I appreciated them. The one kid who is kind of like a bully at first. I think his name was Victor. Mm-hmm. He was part of another little clique of boys that they'd play uh, ba- basketball against. Mm-hmm. I said basketball. Basketball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, Lewis, you Lewiser. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Yeah. Jeez. Uh,
0: and then also the, the fact that they were like, Jack has cooties, because he touched their basketball. I was going to
1: say, he contaminated the basketball. Oh,
0: fucking kids, man.
1: Fucking douchebags. Oh. <laughs>
0: we're so mean. Fucking
1: douche. Fucking douchebag kids. I did like at the end, they do a little time jump and the kids are now graduated. Right. And this was just something that you said was... 18-year-old Lewis looks like a dark-haired Brad Pitt. And he did. He did. He did look like a dark-haired Brad Pitt.
0: It was interesting. I did like in that scene, they showed like the older versions of Phoebe and what was the other little girl's name? Jane. Jane. Mm -hmm. And they're still wearing like 90s stuff. And I'm like, it's 2004, 2003. They should be wearing the lowest of low-rise jeans (laughs) (laughs) and have really tan skin and bleach blonde hair
1: they were wearing like blossoms hat still so
0: much self-tanner on their bodies Uh, yeah
1: yeah (laughs) you're right on the lowest of low-rising jeans
0: i did like the scene where jack you mentioned it earlier where jack's calling his dad Mm because it was the first day of school where he got to play with friends and he had a good day at school so he's so excited to call his dad and he's like just going off at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like wondering if maybe that was ad-libbed a little bit. Because it been. just seemed like something Robin Williams does very naturally. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. And, and also because if you noticed, his dad didn't really say anything. Yeah. He's just like, I, is your mom around? <laughs> just <laughs> generic
1: things. He's like, I scored a thousand points. Well, it was more like 100. Okay, it was 14. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was, was funny. Fun. Mm -hmm. did you have anything else
1: that is all I had
0: awesome shall we move on or shall we take a break real quick
1: take a quick break okay and we're back as always on ruining our childhood it is award season we give out two awards every week the first of which is a valedictorian to the Nicolas Cage online school of bad acting. Whom did you give your award to? I ended up
0: giving mine to Edward Lynch. He played the angry man at the bar Mm. in the bar scene that picks a fight with Jack just because he was kind of a dick. And I didn't have any gripes on any of the acting Mm -hmm. uh, with the main cast. I just found him kind of sleazy and obviously over the top because... Jack just accidentally bumps into him at a crowded bar. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, put your dick away. You don't need to get into fight.
1: Yeah. You're you're a man. We get it.
0: (laughs) But yeah, it's just because also, to be honest with you, the bar scene was almost unnecessary. Yeah. It was just kind of more to exploit the fact that, yeah, he can get away with going into a bar because he looks like he's 40. Yeah. But does he really need to go to a bar? No. It didn't drive the plot or anything like that.
1: It didn't. I guess maybe it gave Fran Drescher another scene in the movie. That's true, but and
0: she was kind of a git at the yeah, time. Yeah,
1: exactly. But yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of unnecessary. We can look at him and tell he could order a drink and get away with it. Right.
0: You don't. And need you've to... already established that he can buy dirty magazines. Yeah. And, You know.
1: Because then also he got arrested. Mm-hmm. What did they put for his date of birth on right. all of that stuff? That's a plot hole. Yeah.
0: He, didn't ha- he doesn't have an ID or a driver's license. Yeah. Interesting.
1: But I agree with you. Totally unnecessary.
0: Uh, who did you pick?
1: I gave it to Brian Kerwin, who plays Jack's dad. Mm-hmm. I hated the first scene where the caddy women are picking apart Diane Lane's appearance, but then like she goes into labor, so they uh-huh. take, him- take her to the hospital. And he just walks in and he's like, help, help. Can someone help me? Like, that's the manner in which he said help. Yeah. Your wife, who is very not pregnant at the time, she's probably, I think, in the first trimester. Yes,
0: she mentions that. You yeah.
1: would be freaking out. Right. There would not be a walking into the hospital just going, help.
0: Maybe he's had a couple. Yeah. They were at a Halloween party. All
1: the, he would have been even more hyped up.
0: That's true, maybe. So,
1: but I agree with you. The acting was not that bad. It was just... Yeah, that's that nitpicking. There. I was exactly. I'm nitpicking.
0: Um, shall we move on to the next award? hmm The Thomas J. Hanks Award for exceptional acting. Mm-hmm. Who did you give your award to?
1: I don't think it should come as any surprise. I gave it to Robin Williams, because you brought up earlier in the episode. You mentioned, you know, hey, he's a grown man, but then you're like, nope, that's a ten-year-old. Yeah. And so I thought he was extremely convincing at those portions of acting like a 10 year old. But then the scenes with Mr. Woodruff. And then also when he asked Miss Marquez to the dance. Yeah. Like it was a lot of, like you saw his range as an actor kind of heartbreaking at times. And he was really good.
0: Yeah. No, he was definitely the driving force of the movie as far as like good acting. mm -hmm. And he just does an excellent job of making you forget that he's not actually a 10 year old boy yeah yeah when he's crying because miss marquez says no to him like his just face like when she says no to him he's still in the classroom with her it just looks so sad you just want to give him a hug yeah when he gets angry at his mom when she suggests that he go back to homeschooling because he's had like the heart uh scare Mm -hmm. and he's just really angry because that's Opposite of what he wants, he wants to live his life. He knows he's come to terms basically with the fact that he's not going to get a full life like his friends, and he wants to be able to live his life to the fullest he knows how, which means you know, hanging out with dirty little boys in a cardboard (laughs) treehouse.
1: Yeah, did you give it to him as well? I did okay,
0: and one of the other things that I loved was at the bar scene when he's met Polly, who is uh, Michael McKean's character, and they're talking and they're drinking. He's a little drunk. Mm -hmm. And Friend Dresser's character walks in, and they're looking at her, and Polly's like, I bet you can crack walnuts on her ass, because, you know, saying that she has a nice ass. Mm -hmm. And Jack's face when he says it is just pure confusion, because he's literally like, why would you want a crack wall that's <laughs> on this lady's ass? <laughs> it's the best face Aww. uh, he just does a really good job of playing that role, yeah, of a ten year old
1: No nah. he is such a delightful actor and easily one of the people that have passed away that really just bummed me out. yeah, I remember on eighty eight miles per hours episode they do for Mrs. Dowfire. Freddie talks about having met him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that.
1: Yeah, so really good episode and just another one talks about what a good dude he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I did want to give an honorable mention. I, we already talked about them, but a Danny Faith and <laughs> who plays Jane and Journey Smollett for just literally being just great child actors in the sense that they were like, I felt like half of their stuff was probably improv'd. Yeah. For all I know, they probably weren't, but.
1: No, it was they were hilarious. Yeah. yeah.
0: I felt like they should add more of them in the movie. Agreed. So now we'll ask the question Do you think this movie holds up?
1: I th- still thought this movie was a lot of fun. Even being a 36 year old guy watching this movie, it still was funny. There wasn't a lot of cringiness to it. I yeah. just thought it was a really cute movie. Uh, so I definitely thought it held up.
0: I agree solely on the fact of Robin Williams' performance. Mm-hmm. This movie, re-watching it today, it does verge on a little bit more of a cheesy, that kind of 90s, overly sentimental-type movie. Or, you know, there was a lot of TV shows in the 90s that really did that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, let's take this sad thing and try to make it light, but then also make you feel really bad. Yeah. Because when you really think about this movie... He's gonna die soon, like yeah. he's not gonna have a very long life. And this movie was uh based on a real disease, though it's not obviously depicted very correctly in this movie because they don't age like a forty-year-old man. It's it's a, a a different type of disease, yeah, um, that really affects the child's body. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called progeria, I think that's how you say it. And the average lifespan of somebody of that is 13 years old. So, obviously, Hollywood makes it their own. Yeah. Uh, but the only reason I think this movie holds up is because of Robin Williams and his performance. And it makes Jack really likable. And you want to root for him. And all everybody else is really good in the film, too. But I think the actual film is a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. But it's worth watching just for Robin Williams.
1: As I was gonna say, and you you did kind of touch on... Jennifer Lopez is really good in the Stan Lane. Yeah. And the kids are all fun too. Yeah. But I agree. It it could have went down the cheesy part. There was just a, he does a math problem really quick when one of the kids says, I want to get married at 28. And Mm -hmm. he just does 28 times four. And he's like, I would be 116. And And he's like, like,
0: I just want to be alive.
1: Yeah. That's all he wants to do is be able to live to be alive by then
0: and to that i say way to go miss marquez pick a topic that this one kid's like cool i'm gonna be dead when i'm a grown-up so thanks for the reminder
1: thanks miss marquez no more red gummy bears for you
0: uh so yeah it's a good one Mm -hmm. it was a nice sunday watch yeah Thanks for listening, guys. As always, don't forget to check out our final poll of the season. Yes. It's the grand finale. Everything has been leading up to this moment.
1: Two great theatrical masterpieces. <laughs> 2009's 2012. That alone doesn't make sense. And
0: whatever year in the army now.
1: <laughs> I think 1995-ish. in the
0: army now so definitely make sure you're voting for that our Mm -hmm. twitter poll at roc movie podcast on thursdays and on friday it will be up on our instagram stories at ruining our childhood Mm -hmm. and yeah guys it's it's gonna be a doozy We're going to end up watching both of them, right? Yeah. Is that how that works? We didn't really
1: think... We're just basically going to do one this week and do one the following week. Yeah. But one will truly be the biggest loser. Right. And I'm still
0: still sticking to Polly Shore.
1: Yeah. I'm still sticking to him as well. (laughs) That's weird. The fact that Um... a Robin Williams movie made it to the final four, Mm -hmm. or as my brother said, the forgettable four. (laughs)
0: It's like, damn, we should have used that.
1: Yeah. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. And now, now we're you're just, going, okay, Polly Shore, believable.
0: Now we're in the terrible two. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Thanks for listening, guys.
0: See you next week.
1: All right. Okay, bye. Bye.